Hey everyone, it's the Bling Vera podcast, and I'm going over some fun stuff in this one. We got news. We got Drew Brees getting struck by lightning. I know. He says he's fine. He needs help, though. We get to Drew Brees at the end. We really need to rally. We need to support. Hashtag, I stand with Drew Brees. Hashtag, I stand with Brees. Hashtag, Brees, get better. Hey, Brees, you got struck by lightning, dude. You need to go to the hospital quick. Even if you don't think that, even if you don't think that you got struck by lightning, we all know that you did. All right, everyone, listen up. It's Friday, December 2nd, 2022. I'm your host, Bling. Thanks so much for being here, Coach Honks, Tim Honks. Got the green room ready. I got some news ready. Let's go. We're going to talk about Kanye West. We're going to talk about Yee. Off the bat for your morning news. Here we go. Here we go. Yee, where are you at? Musk says Twitter has suspended rapper Yee over swastika post. Twitter has suspended rapper Yee after he tweeted a picture of a swastika merged with a star of David. It is the second time this year that Yee has been suspended from the platform over anti-Semitic posts. Twitter CEO Elon Musk confirmed the suspension by replying to Yee's post of an unflattering photo of Musk. He called it his final tweet. I tried my best. Despite that, he again violated our rule against incitement to violence. Account will be suspended, Musk tweeted. Yee, formerly known as Kanye West, has made a series of anti-Semitic comments in recent weeks. On Thursday, Yee praised Hitler in an interview with conspiracy theorist Alex Jones. Yee's remarks have led to suspension from social media platforms, his talent agency dropping him in companies like Adidas, cutting ties with him. Sportswear manufacturer has also launched an investigation into his conduct. Yee was suspended in Twitter, sub- suspended from Twitter in early October after saying in a post that he was going to go DEFCON 3 on Jewish people, with Jewish people all in caps. So that's what he said. DEFCON 3 on Jewish people. Okay, I didn't know what he was going to I didn't know what he said. Holocaust denier? I don't know. Is that... I don't know. His account was reinstated by the end of the month just as Musk took control of the company, but the billionaire tweeted that Yee's account was restored by Twitter before the acquisition they did not consult with or inform me. Musk is under pressure to clean up Twitter after changes he made following his purchase of the platform, resulting in what watchdog groups say is a rise in racist, anti-Semitic, and other toxic speech. The top European Union official warned Musk this week that Twitter needs to do a lot more to protect users from hate speech, misinformation, and other harmful content ahead of tough new rules requiring tech companies to better police their platforms under threat of big fines or even a ban in the 27-nation bloc. Yee had offered to buy right-wing-leaning social media site Parler in October, but the company said this week that the deal has fallen through. At the time, Yee and Parliament Technologies, which owns Parler, said the acquisition would be completed in the last three months of the year. The sale price and other details were not disclosed. The decision was made in the interest of both parties in mid-November. Parliament Technology said in a statement Thursday. Parler is a small platform in the emerging space of right-leaning far-right libertarian social apps that promise little or no content moderation to weed out hate speech. Probably launched in August 2018, but didn't start picking up steam until 2020. It was kicked offline in January 21 over its ties with deadly insurrection. <clears throat> the deadly insurrection. Okay. And, uh, well, let's see what else is news here. My dreams of just getting stalked and followed. Yeah, I'm talking about my dreams. No thanks. No one wants to hear it. Arizona County certifies election after judge's order. Phoenix AP, a rural Arizona County, certified its midterm election results on Thursday following the orders of a judge who ruled the, that Republican supervisors broke the law when the, they refused to sign off on the vote count by this week's deadline. Two Republicans on Cochise County's three-member board of supervisors balked for three weeks about certifying the election even as a deadline passed on Monday. They did not cite any problems with the election results. Rather, they say they weren't satisfied that the machines used to tabulate ballots were properly certified for use in elections, the state and federal election officials have said they were. Secretary of State Katie Hobbs filed suit Monday, as did a local voter and a group of retirees, asking a judge to force the supervisors to certify the election, a process formerly known as a canvas. Hobbs said she is required to hold the statewide certification on December 5th, and by law can delay it only until December 8th. At the end of the hearing Thursday, Judge Casey McGinley ordered the supervisors to convene with 90 minutes and to approve within 90 minutes, and to approve the election canvas by the end of the day. I'm not ashamed of anything I did, said Supervisor Peggy Judd, one of the two Republicans who twice blocked certification, and today I feel I must, because of a court ruling and because of my own health and situations that 
are going on in our life, I feel like I must follow what the judge did today. The board's other Republican, Tom Crosley, skipped the meeting. Two hours earlier, Supervisor Ann English, the board's lone Democrat, urged the judge to order the board to immediately certify the election and not wait another day. She said Crosby is trying to stage a smackdown between the Secretary of State and the election deniers at a meeting scheduled for Friday. Well, words of Morrissey, I'm human and I need to be loved just like everybody else does. Days before the November 8th election, the Republican supervisor abandoned plans to hand count all ballots, which the court said would be illegal, but demanded last week that's illegal. You can't hand count those. That's illegal. Why not? Because it's illegal. We just, it's fixed already. Well, can't we just hand count them just in case? Like, can't we like hand count them? And then we can see what the machine said, and then we can figure out if they're actually accurate. No, can't do that. It's illegal. But demanded last week that Secretary of State prove vote counting machines were legally certified before, yeah, legally certified. How about we legally certify them ourselves and count them by hand, and that way we can compare and contrast. Like we did freaking stark contrast between a freaking someone who goes stateside on a mission a stark contrast compare and contrast go stateside on a mission sister missionary go to france get on the plane want to kiss every boy on the way back or be a total freaking cold prude on monday they said they wanted to hear again about those concerns before taking a vote on certification a meeting is scheduled for the purpose on friday there are two companies that are accredited u.s election assistance commission tabulators, conspiracy theories. They're not conspiracy theories. Just stop with the conspiracy theory nonsense. Um, Meanwhile, a federal judge in Phoenix sanctioned lawyers who represent Carrie Lake and Mark Fincham, the defeated Republican candidates for governor and secretary of state, respectively, in a lawsuit. It's going to require hand counting of all... Okay. I've read enough. That's enough. We still got time. Got time in the second segment. First segment. Los Angeles AP, 10 Los Angeles students appear to OD on cannabis edibles. Los Angeles AP, 10 Los Angeles students appear to have overdosed on cannabis edibles Thursday at their middle school in San Fernando Valley. Officials said the students between 12 and 15 years old, idiots, 12 and 15 year old, idiots, at that age, you don't know what, at that age, man, the students between 12 and 15 years old were in mild to moderate distress at Van Nuys Middle School, around 10.30 a.m., according to the Los Angeles Fire Department, seven of them were transported, transferred to pediatric medical centers, um, taken to pediatric medical... Uh, Los Angeles Fire Department Captain Eric Scott said the overdoses were possibly from edible cannabis products, and investigators are trying to determine whether all 10 students got the substances for the same source. Christopher Angel, 12, told the Los Angeles Times that three people in his class were affected. Hmm... They were acting weird, tired, high. <laughs> they were acting weird, tired, and high. He's 12. They were act. I don't know. They were acting weird, tired, high. Firefighters searched the... Acting weird. Firefighters searched the campus to make sure there were no other ill students. Crews were, unable, were able to determine that the substance was not related to fentanyl. High addictive. And, yeah. You don't... It's a uh, potentially lethal drug. Paramedics did not administer opioid overdose. Reversing drug minoxone did not. Good. In a statement, the Los Angeles Unified School District said medical assistance was requested in an abundance of caution, but that the campus remained safe and open for instruction. No other information was immediately available. I think good on the paramedics to know, to be able to um, figure out what it was. um, It wasn't opioid can i can i talk can you make sense here talked actually with a firefighter uh, years ago um after well after a close friend of mine overdosed and then passed away and i talked to him and i said is it ever when you encounter the same people and, and you have to hit them with this this reversing drug the opioid reversing drug like how do you feel like when you see him again you saved their life once before and here they are again, and you're saving their life again when, yeah, sure, you could be doing other stuff. Um, you're almost like babysitting and like just saving their lives. Just like, I'm sure you're, you're a hero. You got to feel good about it. But at some point when you run into the same person again, he's like, yeah, it kind of messes with you because people aren't just aren't taking it seriously or they're not. 
they're not recognizing like how severe their symptoms anyway. It's good that the that the medic medics knew exactly what to look for and not to just administer drugs really nilly because it could have caused another uh, adverse side effects with uh, other edibles or whatever those kids ate. I just remember being at that age. I for Christmas I made this girl like my girlfriend. I made her this like ornament thing. It was really pretty, and I used like a little flower and like a little rose. And she's like, "No, I don't. You can't come over today." I remember throwing it against the wall, like breaking it. I was like, "Screw this!" I made her an ornament, a Christmas ornament, and I threw it against the wall. And started crying. A day in the life. This is the Bling Viera podcast. You guys want to know what got me out of bed today besides my nightmares? Oh, I straight up have nightmares. I'm always tossing and turning. I'm tossing and turning in my sleep. I'm tossing and turning. Getting all hot and bothered, man. Yeah, I'm trying to run away from a group of people. Go figure. And in my sleep and my dreams. And they're always like trying to put stuff on my backpack and trying to follow me around and get close to my backpack and try and follow me. Like, stop freaking following me, everyone. They won't stop. They can't stop. So in my dream, I'm like going. Yeah, it's part of it took place in Salt Lake. And uh, anyway, the one thing that got me out of bed was just the thought of deviled eggs. Yeah, they made deviled eggs over here. And I was like, I'm gonna eat some freaking eggs and have some milk and some sourdough freaking toast. Love it. I do the sourdough toast with butter on top. Oh yes, please. You know, please. And I don't want to be the fat kid like. I'm getting, I'm gaining some weight too. I have a skinny girlish figure, homeless, homeless chic. I don't think so. I don't think so. It's like fat old guy now. Fat old guy body. What do you guys want to do now? What do you guys want to read? Some tabloids or yeah? Tell you what, I miss, I miss coffee though, big time. It's okay. I'll, I'll get it back. So let's just get back into some more news then, huh? Judge bemoans NYC's bike hazard in Gone Girl actor's death. New York AP a judge decried New York City's problem with electric and gas-powered bikes on Wednesday as he sentenced the electric scooter rider who crashed into Gone Girl actor, excuse me, Lisa Baines, to one to three years in prison for his manslaughter conviction. Brian Boyd, 27, was led away in handcuffs after sentencing in Manhattan State Court by Judge Gregory Caro in the death of Baines. She was struck by the scooter. Boyd operated as he crossed a midtown Manhattan street in June 2021. She died 10 days later at a hospital. Carol said Boyd sped through a red light, struck Baines, and fled to a bike shop where he drank a beer. The judge said the city has a problem with the motorized bikes and he wants drivers of unregistered and unlicensed bikes to know they can go to jail when they do harm. Traffic fatalities have been on the rise in the city. Transportation Alternatives and Advocacy Group for Safer Streets found that they rose 44% in New York City during the first three months of the 2022. With pedestrians accounting for 29 of the 59 dead, the study found that Manhattan experienced a 120% increase compared with the same period in 2021. The sentence was consistent with an agreement Boyd signed before pleading guilty to manslaughter in September. Baines was 65. She had appeared in numerous stage productions, television shows, and movies, including Gone Girl in 2014, Cocktail in 1998, 1988, rather. On television, she had roles on Nashville, Madam Secretary, Masters of Sex, NCIS. Her stage career included Broadway Princes and Neil Simon play Rumors in 1988, the musical High Society in 1998, and the Noel Coward play Present Laughter in 2010. Her wife, Catherine Cranhold, a former contributor to the Center for Public Integrity and International Consortium of Investigative Journalists, urged the judge to impose a very significant term of imprisonment for Boyd, who she said was poised to benefit from a very sweet plea deal. Speaking at a lectern, she described her panic when Baines failed to arrive at dinner and when she saw her comatose wife with bloody hair on life support. The life stopped at that moment, Cranhold said. She described Baines as a fierce defender of justice for everyone with an infectious love for life, who never shied away from heavy issues and who cried when Camilla Harris was sworn in as Vice President Boyd, though it was a danger to anyone in New York City, to anyone crossing the street. Yeah, that's too bad. You know. Um, okay, what else we got going? Trending news? Want to get back over to trending news? Not sad stuff, though. You just never know. You never know. K. 
camel pageant among attractions on World Cup sidelines. You guys know I did a special with camels. That there's there's different there's two types of camels. There's an Arabian camel, which I believe has one hump, and then there's another camel with two humps. Camel pageant among attractions at World Cup sidelines. Ash Shania Qatar AP. Like all good pageant contestants, Naza's displayed not only dazzling beauty but also poison grace. She battled her eye. She batted her eyelashes and flashed a toothy smile. Oh my goodness! <clears throat> Speaking about getting hot and bothered, how much time is left in this? Oh, we got ample time in this segment. Should I keep reading? Cause it's getting hot. She batted her eyelashes and flashed a toothy smile for the television cameras at the Zemzayan World Cup, a pageant held in the Qatari desert about 15 miles away from Doha in Soccer's World Cup. Naza's, mind you, is a camel. Oh, I was getting hot. Oh, no. I was getting hot and bothered by a camel. Oh, I thought we were talking about like a Persian princess. Beautiful. Think Westminster Dog Show with the Miss America pageant. Yeah, I thought it was Miss America. Except for, well, camels. No, not camels no why naza's naza is a majestic light-haired creature that overcame several preliminary rounds and hundreds of other camels to win the pageant at qatar camel maizen club on friday zayn i believe that's an arabian camel because it only has one hump but i could be wrong i might have them vice versa the event which was the event the lunch what did i say the event, lunch, no, all right, this is bad content. The event, which was designed to bring cultural awareness to World Cup visitors, was sponsored by the Ministry of Sports and Youth in conjunction with the Supreme Committee for Delivery and Legacy, the local World Cup organizing committee. Um, is there a bird running across the top of this vocal booth? Naza was one of the 15 camels who competed for the crown, parading by fans, yeah, parading, looking all... Yeah, for the fans. Okay. The main attraction were the purebred female camels. Oh, yeah. Competitors make several passes in the fr- in, in front of a stand of fans that cheer for their favorite. There's also a milking competition with the prize going to the camel that produces the most milk. Make no mistake, this is a serious contest. The doctor's on staff to make sure the animals don't use fi- fillers or Botox. To make them more beautiful, yeah. <laughs> I have been with camels in their conte- contests since I was a child, camel owner Hamad al Greasy said. Camels were over there before planes and cars. They were called the ships of the desert. After modern vehicles, the camels became less popular, but they still hold a big place in our culture. Yeah, in all of our hearts, you know? Within all of our hearts, I think camels... I should have skipped that one. I get all hot. I get all worked up. I'm like, oh, she batted her eyes. <laughs> what? Her long eyelashes. Well, 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 well. Her toothy grin. Her toothy smile. Hmm. Sounds like a pretty lady I might be into. And it's like, oh, wait, we're talking about camels. Like, oh, this isn't a princess? Like, oh, camels. Yeah, I thought like that. There's an episode in Family Guy when... um Quag, what's his name? Quagmire. Uh, someone tells Quagmire that um, Hanson, Taylor Hanson's a boy, and he's like, "No, he's not." Like, no, Taylor Hanson's a boy. They're all brothers. There's no girls in Hanson. And he's like, "No." It's like, "Yeah, man. <laughs> they're all brothers." I had the, everyone thinks they're girls in first that video bump. The the drummer's good, the guitar player, the brother with the guitar, he's good. Taylor can sing. Um but yeah, it's like that. It's like you mean to tell me this entire time Taylor Hansen's a boy? It's like that's what I'm trying to tell you. So with this whole time we've been talking about camels, that's exactly right. The long eyelashes and the toothy grin, that's Bling, we're talking about camels, and we have been talking about camels. They're called the ships of the desert. So they need our respect. 
Like, yeah, respect, sure. But, like, do you have to... I mean, do you have to tease me like that? You guys know how lonely I am and how I get at night. I get all hot and bothered. Don't worry. Third segment's coming up. You guys know what I'm going to do. Spark it up. Get all wrecked. Oh, it's Friday. Oh, no. Ogden Autotone's going to make an appearance. No, he's not. No, he's not. No. He can't. He can't. He doesn't have what it takes. He doesn't have what it takes. Got some bonus audio that I recorded yesterday. Oh, yeah. Sorry about not coming out with another episode last night. I was in a food coma. I'll get into that in the third segment. We'll get we'll get some other news. Oh, eh, 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 eh. Get into some more news. We'll get into what I why I didn't come out with another segment. No, no. You're listening to the Bling Vieira podcast. Okay, so we're gonna get that sparked up over on the other side, probably. Um, we'll be outside of this vocal booth because can't. I wouldn't be able to. No. Hot box this place. So last night, um, the host that I'm staying with now, they're like, "Hey, we're gonna go to we're gonna go to Cafe Rio. You want to come with us?" And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, I think so." So Cafe Rio is like a Mexican restaurant, and I was just like bean and cheese burrito. I was just fixated on a bean and cheese burrito, and I got a bean and cheese burrito. It was huge, and get back. And, like, everyone just kind of goes off into their room, and I go scamper off into my room, turn the TV on. Get, I grabbed a fork, though. And so I'm eating a fork. I'm eating with a fork. That's all I need. This massive burrito. And as that's happening, like, as that's happening, I could feel myself just getting sleepy, like I was going into a coma. And I was like, no, I can't. Like, I'm stuck in a coma. Like, the census fail lyrics started to... I'm stuck in a coma, stuck in a never-ending sleep. Someday I'll wake up and realize I made up everything. And so, like, I eat this entire burrito, and I'm like, I'll save some of it for later. I'll save some of it for later. I have to. It's so big. I can't, I can't take it all in tonight. I can't take it all in right now. Because it's so big. I was like, oh, i got to save it for later. You know, i got to make it last. And then there I was, like, take the lid back off, get the freaking knife out, the fork out, shoveling it into my mouth because I needed it. Uh, And, like, at that point, though, I had eaten so much, like, deviled eggs, hard-boiled eggs, Cafe Rio, uh, chips. I was like, I'm done. Like that pretty camel, Naza, Naza. Um batting her eyelashes and teasing teasing the local townsfolk i felt the same way i was i was getting like hypnotized by the food and beads of sweat were dripping down my forehead and like i was breathing heavy um ghostbusters when dana there is no dana there's only zool she's like getting all uh, uh sigourney weaver that's who it was one of the first yeah one of the first childhood memories, one of my first, was Sigourney Weaver and that Ghostbusters. Um, just like Sandlot, my mom would fast forward through some of the risque parts. But I watched Ghostbusters with my dad, and um, you know, I was never really into Alien. Uh, I wasn't the biggest Sigourney Weaver fan really too much after that. But uh, Ghostbusters, I tell you what in childhood memories indeed so i remember that but i was getting all sweaty and it was like i was sigourney weaver uh, in a red dress and on the bed and i was making all these like ah, 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 i'm so full of food oh, oh sweaty and i was turning into ogden auto towing at the same time it was like sigourney weaver and ogden auto towing met on bed and we got all hot and bothered again oh no like i can't do another episode and i was like yeah you can just go outside wait till later take a nap wait till later then go outside and just do it just bang an episode out and i was like okay okay so there's some there's some bonus material at the end of this segment at the end of this episode by the way the segments i've i've i'm experimenting right now with uh this is you're listening to the bling Vera podcast and this is the bling Vera podcast um i'm doing those instead of the blings I thought I'd add a little bit more character and just give you a little bit of reminder. So when you're listening to it in your car and your friends and you're listening to it with your friends, 
They're like, who is this guy? Who is this handsome hunk on this podcast? Who's the handsome talking man on the podcast? And then we go into another segment. This is the Bling Vera podcast. You're listening to the Bling Vera podcast. This is the Bling Vera podcast. You put some different inflection. This is the Bling Vera. This is. This is the bees. This is the bees podcast. You're listening to the Bling Vera podcast. This is. Okay, enough enough with the practice. This is. No, no more. No more practicing on this platform anymore. That's enough. This is the Bling Vera podcast. Get them all in, like intrigued. Oh, who is a handsome? Who is that handsome voice? Started doing that, and they're like, "Turn it off." I don't want to listen to this podcast. This podcast got dumb all of a sudden. Sounded all intelligent and stuff, talking about those camels, and the way he was getting turned on by those camels was turning me on. It's like, really, babe? Does that you like you like that, babe? When you talk about camels like that, and you get into it like that, nothing turns me on more. It's like, damn. Well, she was batting those long eyelashes and that toothy grin. Find out it's a freaking camel. By the way, do you guys ever um, look at Joe Camel's face when I told you not to? Ever look at Joe Camel's nose? <laughs> Joe Camel. That should be the cover. I'm going to get a cover art of Joe Camel, like a, like a really cool one. Um, Joe Camel, he had probably... Well, I'm not going to tell you what his nose looked like. I'm not going to tell you what his face looks like. That's up to you. But I'm going to have a cover art of Joe Camel for this episode. And you guys can figure out what his nose looks like and what it's supposed to be. Freaking golden nose. Joe freaking Camel. And like, he had all the prettiest girls at the at the freaking pool hall. Joe Camel had the prettiest girls. Um, at the beach, Joe Camel's got all the prettiest girls at the airport. He's got a, Joe Camel was an, a licensed pilot. If you didn't know. Yeah. Batting his long eyelashes and toothy grin. Joe Camel's face was not normal. He was a camel, not a human being. But that face... What are, what are these trucks pulling down here for? Does anyone know? Oh, he's got some trucks. His face... There's trucks pulling down this alleyway and I don't like it. Oh, and he, Can I get a makeshift vocal booth that's actually going to be a freaking vocal booth around here? Look, there's an F-35 that crashed in, in a Utah... Air, look, there's an F-35 that crashed at Hill Air Force Base in Utah, and I want some answers, people. And I don't like these trucks sneaking up on me like this. Otherwise, I'm going to start to get paranoid again. I'm talking about Joe Camel and the way his nose looked and what it looks like. His gold, the golden toad. I mean, to get weird. You want me to spark this thing up? Fine. Harvest House of Cannabis. I can't recommend it anymore. Um, any, like, I can't give you any more of a recommendation. I'd love to go back there. Hopefully I can make it back today. Harvest House of Cannabis in Mesa, Arizona. Check them out. Your first three trips, your first three visits, buy one, get one free. Over at True Bliss. It's only your first visit only. Top of that, the quality is a night and day difference at uh, harvest harvest house of cannabis let's not forget my you guys don't know about blazy susans do you blazy susans you guys are in luck now blazy susan brand was the brainchild of our founder and ceo will Brakel. will is a young entrepreneur from roanoke virginia although will graduated from the esteemed virginia military institute he soon realized that he was meant to take a different path than the majority of his peers the mountains of colorado were calling for him and so was the emerging cannabis industry. Blazy was born one day while sitting on his couch looking at his cluttered coffee table. Will had an epiphany. Thus, <laughs> wow, they write like I talk. Will had an epiphany. Thus, the original Blazy Susan was born. A few short years later, and here we are, the company has grown to reach all over the world and is revered by our extremely supportive community of customers and fans. Giving back, Blazy Susan wouldn't exist without you, so we take pride in giving back to the amazing community. As a brand, we stand for equality and empowerment. We know that the community and industry we are a part of is often fairly and unfairly judged and criticized are its members, indeed. We hope to be a glowing example of how to operate and lead the way 
in this uncharted territory. Over the years, our brand has cultivated an incredible community of fans and supporters. We lovingly refer to them as the Blazy Gang. <laughs> yeah. See what they have to say about Blazy Susan. I'm in love with these papers. I love the Blazy Susan cones. They're slow burning, makes smoking easier, and they're adorable. Amazing. So easy and burns nicely. Ran out so quick with friends wanting to use them. Had to buy some more. Life-saving pink papers and pink rolls. Yeah, man. I like the way that they write, too. Thus. That wasn't planned. That wasn't planned. That wasn't planned at all. We're in the end of the third segment. Yeah. So I need to I need to get in, I need to contact them and be like, hey, I need I've got some deals over here in Arizona you guys might want to be a part of. But they're out of Colorado. They burn fantastic. I think they're vegan papers, which doesn't really make a difference to me, but they burn great and Blazy Susan's a good name. This is the Bling Vieira Podcast. I feel like in the name of in the name of roosters over here. I can't do any role it's like when you're role playing like I could do, I could try and do Christmas light inspector one last time for the week. It's December 2nd. Christmas light inspector. I don't know. I don't know. It's going to get old. I can't do it. Um, I can't. Bet you, if I just made a couple phone calls with Blazy Susan, I might I might as well. Like, dude, I need to work somewhere. And I've already got this deal lined up, so you might as well just hire me. They're out of Colorado. So that's, a, they're neighbors here. And you can buy local. Do it. And then they can start making your own cones or something. This episode, huh? I think we'll save the rest for later. Um, some more news pulled up, and we'll just bang it out in the back of the. We'll bang it out in the back. Oh man, in the vocal booth, the makeshift vocal booth. We'll bang it out in the vocal booth, babe. Because I can't stand these roosters, and I can't stand these. There's a yelping dog now. That's not a regular bark. The dogs from work someone's just leaving to work someone's put the dog outside that dog wants to get back inside it's gonna miss somebody it's, that's the, that's what that dog bark means i'm actually a dog whisperer i whisper to dogs you ever see that one dog whisperer when caesar grabs that was it a golden retriever it, it bites him man see that caesar gets bit bad and he's like bleeding he's like shit man that dog bit me yeah, he got a little overconfident, a little too comfortable with that dog, and it bit him. You can't do that. You gotta punch it. And you could see how, I don't know, would Caesar's show, the dog whisperer, still be allowed on TV these days with political climate the way it is? They'd be like, um, he's beating the dogs. He's not beating the dogs. He's, he's training the dogs. Oh, he's beating those dogs. It's like, no, he's training the dog. There's a there's the there's a chainsaw. That's what we're waiting for. At Sarcos, we have chainsaws that fit into cherry pickers. Get the robots up there. We'll get your we'll get your trees trimmed in no time. I think bird. That's someone with like an air compressor. That's not a bird. That there's no way. Okay, so some okay, something's not right in the world. I don't know. There's birds that sound like hoses now. Where people see me outside and they're like, "Let's get them. Let's ruin the recording." The dog starts barking. It's some sort of hose back there. There's the rooster. Can we get a plane? Can we get a plane flying overhead, please? Can we get a plane flying overhead, please? Sound, sound guy. Where's the sound guy at? We need to get a plane flying overhead. One human centipede. Oh, that's mine. That's mine. I'll, I'll sign for that. What are you going to be using it for? The human centipede? What am I going to use? Well, that's for me to know. You're just a delivery driver, so... Here's your pen and clipboard back. What's the human centipede for? Look, it's just been a, it's been a long time Christmas wish of mine. Um, it's all I've ever really wanted for Christmas. So could you relax about the human centipede, the freaking interrogation about the human centipede delivery? Could you keep it down? I'm at work. Hear those birds? I'm bird watching. I'm a bird watcher. So you're going you're gonna to add to the human centipede then? I didn't say I was going to add to this, the human centipede. I'm just going to... I might add to it. 
I might add to it if I need to. If, yeah, if things get a little bit, uh, dude, I will get it. I'll get that human centipede, and I'll add to it. Now, is this delivery done yet, or what? Human centipede delivered. And Merry Christmas, bling. Yeah, Merry Christmas, delivery driver. Thanks for the human centipede too, by the way. I don't want a lot for Christmas. There's just one human centipede that I need. <coughs> Excuse moi. All right, let's get back in the vocal booth. I don't want a lot for Christmas. There's just one human centipede that I need. One human pe centipede. I got a centipede at home. And I got a little bit of beer at home. Beer at home. I got a human centipede at home. Beer at home. It's a remix. You get some, you get some synthesizers in there. And I got a human centipede at home. And I got beer at home a little bit too. Got a little bit of beer at home. And I've got a human centipede waiting for me at home. Babe. What do you think? <laughs> what do you think about that? Hey, babe. Hey, babe. Could you go fetch me a Keystone Light, please, out of the fridge, out of the freezer? Uh, you know how you know how I love a cold Keystone Light when I'm working on my podcast. <laughs> please, babe. And could you wear some? Could you wear your Mrs. Claus? I. Hey, man. I saw on TMZ. Hold on a minute. Well, hang on. Wait, babe. Give me this. Give me that. Give me that too. <laughs> like since I'm in the journalistic realm of things and I'm reporting the news to you guys. Yeah, I watch TMZ now. I watch TV now. I went from sleeping bag homeless, like bottom of the barrel, freaking rock bottom, whatever you want to call it. And now I'm just, oh, I'm just watching TMZ, eating burritos. I got, yeah, somewhere warm to sleep, sure don't have a set of wheels just ride that bike around honk if you see me in mesa arizona i'm gonna be riding that bike around you guys remember dizzy a good tribute special the dizzy the dizzy okay his name was diz or dizzy he rode up and down main street like on a bike and just rode that bike but he was like always dancing like he became part of main street man um he passed away back in 2012 i think like this is just stuff that i'm i can recall off the top of my head but like who knows what he was on if he was on anything some people said he was straight some people said like or sober rather like who knows if he was whatever uh, i don't know his sexual orientation but um he would ride up and down main street with like his hand mesa mesa arizona doing these things with his hands and like just dancing pretty much but he was always on that bike like, no hands on the bike, just riding up and down Main Street. No hands doing these dance moves and stuff and just, like, going, man. My dad would always honk at him. My dad's like, oh, there he is, and, like, honk. So my dad supported him, too. I don't... Let's, let's pull it up here. That's right. That's why they call him. Okay. This is an older article. Downtown Mesa's street preacher dies at age 56 says of what the east valley tribune east valley tribune and from december uh there's a picture picture of him with a santa claus hat december 22nd 2008 robert dizzy disbro gives a welcomed high five he spreads the word of the bible on his favorite corner main street and stapley yeah that's that was his favorite corner a mesa preacher known up and down mains mesa's main street for his exuberance Karen, enthusiastic personality, has died after a battle with cancer. Robert Disbro, 56, spent the last few months in and out of hospitals and, assisting, or, and assisted living centers. He spent his last days in the East Valley hospice as the cancer spread to his organs from his bones, said friend Dennis Claypole, who, who has known Disbro for much of his preaching life. Disbro, known as Dizzy to many, died at about 11.30 a.m. on Saturday. Wow. Street preacher is dizzy for the Lord. Wow. Yeah, he was always... 
That was like his old, like in his prime, man. He was there forever, like 20 years. I, who knows how long he'd been up and down Main Street. When he stopped riding his bike, yeah, he's got got older and stuff. But he just stopped riding the, riding the bike. and But like for a while there, he was just, you know, he didn't, he uh, didn't seem like he was preaching until like later on. He just ride his shirt off with like short shorts, dude. And just ride that bike around, like dancing on the bike. Robert Disbro. My dad always give him a good. My dad was a honkler. My dad, my dad still is a honkler. That's where I get my honking, honking capabilities from. Well, that's where I get it from. When it comes to being a honkler, when it comes to honkle, man. Can I get more into headlines or? Yeah, yeah. Let's just go to Tim Z. F it, you know. Kanye West posts swastika gets booed from Twitter. Booted from Twitter. Yeah, let's just let's read TMZ and be an idiot. Can I try to do the TMZ voice? Kim Kardashian hits Art Basel sans Balenciaga as celebs descend in Miami. What? What is that even? Kim Kardashian hits Art Basel sans Balenciaga as celebs descend in Miami. Okay. UFQB, I don't know. Dwayne Wade fires back at ex- in new court filing. 10-month-old baby odds on fentanyl at San Francisco. ODs on fentanyl. Drew Brees not struck by lightning, doing fine. Wait, he got struck by lightning? Wow, that's pretty close, man. Drew Brees not struck by lightning. Looks like he's hit by that lightning, though. Hold on a minute. We, I don't want to go on TMZ and quote them, really, besides just, yeah, what I've already done. Because um, I don't know how it works. With Associated Press, I know how that works, and I can quote them as far as it's for educational or opinion-related purposes. But oh, New York Post, I think I can... <clears throat> Excuse me. Drew Brees' lightning video sends in internet into frenzy. Yeah, it looked like he was... It looked like he was hit by... Hold on. I don't know if we should trust Brees right now. I don't, I, I don't think his... I don't think we can trust him right now. He might be saying that he's fine, but I don't think that he's fine. There, there was an uproar Friday morning when a video emanated... Uh, emanated? When a video emanated of Drew Brees appearing to get struck by lightning in Venezuela, where the former star NFL quarterback was filming a commercial for the sports book Points Bet. However, Saints reporter Nick Underhill tweeted that Breeze is fine. Well, according to who? Nick Underhill? We need to, get, we need to find out if he's really okay. And ESPN Saints reporter Catherine Tell, I just text Drew Breeze. He said he's good and that he did not get struck by lightning. Okay, well, that's a little bit better. Still, though, can we take Catherine Terrell's word for it? Can we take Breeze's word for it right now? It looks like he struck... Before the all-clear, there had been concern on social media that Breeze may have been in danger. Yeah, I think he is in danger, big time. Well, I'm I'm nervous now. Drew Breeze said he was not struck by lightning in a frightening video that went viral Friday morning. He was hit by lightning, dude, and he doesn't know what he's saying. He's in, He's absolutely in danger. Get Breeze some help? Uh, we care about his well-being. We care about Drew Brees' well-being. Like, uh, I do. I know I do. So, he doesn't know. He doesn't, in his head, he's like, no, I'm fine. I didn't get struck by lightning. It was close. That video was close. But it's like, no, dude, you got struck by lightning. That's what you don't get. It's the part that you're missing. You were struck by lightning. It's like, no, I wasn't. Like, just you were, man. You got to come with us. We got to get you some help. Because we care about your well-being, and yeah, we don't want you any some making big dis- big mistakes. You were breeze. You were struck by lightning. We have to do this. Where's he at in Venezuela? Where the what are the laws over there with yeah well-being, like mental uh, discrimination? Breeze, wake wake up. What's wrong with you, Breeze? Breeze, wake up. 
It's like, dude, he's not being as responsive. He used to text her back. He used to text back Terrell. Catherine Terrell, was it? He used to text her back, like, it took him hours to get back to her. And he's like, no, I wasn't struck with lightning. It's like, Breeze, dude, we saw, we all saw the video, man. You are in danger, for sure. You were struck by lightning, okay? Yes, he does. He beats you. Now, let's see what else is on those videos. I just text Drew Brees. He said he's good and that he did not get struck by lightning. But she doesn't know that for sure. We can't take his word for it. That's concerning to me. That's very concerning to me. Sports Illustrated. Here we go. Seven minutes ago. Drew Brees struck by lightning. The shocking video. Truth. NFL tracker. Follow along with Falcon Report as we keep you up to date with all the firings, hirings, and breaking news in the NFL. It makes for a heck of a tale to add to the mythology of retired New Orleans Saints great Drew Brees. But no, despite video appearances and presumptive tweets, the longtime Falcons foe was not struck by lightning. But we don't know that. Well, we can clearly see he was struck by lightning. As you can see in the video, Brees is filming a TV ad when some nasty form of weather hits something. But did a bolt hit Breeze? Yes. Okay, there's a tweet from Catherine Terrell. Thanks. Hey, no, everybody be safe out there. Well, I don't think so. I don't think that he realizes that he was... I don't think that he he realizes he was hit by lightning. And I think that's that's where the danger lies. Well, I've already said this, so... Yeah. Drew Brees, man. Why did he have to do that? Like, why does he have to go put himself in harm's danger and harm, yeah, harm's way? In danger's way and, and, for, and just harm. Why does he have to do that? He's a good quarterback and now he doesn't even realize, he doesn't even, well, we lost a good quarterback because he doesn't even realize that he was struck by lightning when the video clearly shows that he was. And I didn't even watch the video all the way through. I can't watch stuff like that. So... I I don't want to do the news anymore. I think that's all I can do, pretty much, for today. I'm have to walk to the store and get, uh, I don't know, some Snickers or something. I don't know. It's a long ass walk to to get some freaking food, some freaking beer and chocolate or something. Some freaking chocolate. Well, I could no. Let's I'm sure there's some snacks here now. I know that sourdough bread's good, and those deviled eggs, man, they got me out of bed. Drew Breeze is making a big mistake. And I got that bonus material, too. Yo, Breeze. We got to get you to the hospital, man. You got struck by lightning. You don't know when you have a concussion that bad. You don't know. Lazy Susan, get me a job over there. Yeah, I'll be the Arizona rep. I'll get you. Yeah, I'll get to Blazy Susan. I'll represent Blazy Susan. I'll get you some deals. I'll close some deals. Um, what else do we need? What other housekeeping issues? I think that's kind of the end of the podcast. There's some bonus material. I'm going to throw it in the back. I'm going to throw it behind everything else. Like maybe music. Like maybe, yeah, we'll see what happens. That's this episode for today. Make sure best wishes to Drew Brees. Let's hope he makes a quick recovery here. Because that looks scary. I, look, lightning scares me, but if there's no... There's no denying that it's like God... Just saying to you, hey, you're important. That you're going to get struck by lightning. We either need you back or we need to give you superpowers. And I think Breeze, as good of an athlete as he already was, um, yeah, I think we might, he might be, you guys ever see that movie Powder? Was it called Powder, right? I talked to this girl, um, Taryn, about it on uh, one of the other uh, platforms that I do live content yeah not like these shows they're way more intimate they're way more daring talking about this superpowers with lightning strikes and i said well her it was a would you rather we're playing would you rather i don't remember her last name i think i'm pretty sure her first name was taryn um and one of the questions was would you rather get struck by lightning on top of a skyscraper or I forget what the other one was, but I, I remember thinking, I asked her, Karen, do you think getting 
struck by lightning means like it's God's time. Like it's like nature's time. Like you had to go. There's no denying it. Like whether you want to call it God or get religious about it, that's one thing. But like, do you think there's some sort of natural force that's like them right now? They got to go. Some sort of phenomena, phenomenon, phenomena, some sort of phenomena. And she said, I've never really thought about it like that. And I was like, yeah, because I'd hold up a golf club at times and hope to God, like, please just take me out of my misery. That was in 2008 or 2009. I was out there with the golf clubs. I was out there with golf clubs because what other way? There's no denying it, man. I was out there holding like a freaking lightning rod. It's like, please, right now, me, me, it's my turn. I haven't done that since, though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I've never done that since. No, gone out there in a freaking lightning storm with golf clubs, freaking begging, begging the sky. I never get what I want though. I got my human centipede. In. Oh, was that the delivery? Oh, delivery got too many cans. Too many, my green rooms too many cans now. I'm glad I got a green room again though. Hundred grand chocolate, big time. Oh man, that's funny. No, I yeah, I used to go out there. Um, I hated my life and I hated my job. And I thought I was a delivery driver. I hated it at the time because there was just I couldn't get the rhythm or routine down. But once I did, I was probably the best driver they had. Yeah, well, it took a while though. It took me to get it down for a minute there. Um, yeah, a bunch of happy time with the freaking trainer. She once said, "Bling, this is the last bit of advice I'll ever give you." But she said, don't ever think that you're not good enough. It's like, don't ever tell yourself that you're not good enough or that you're not good enough for anybody. I was like, oh, shit. Well, thank you. All right. She even, this is the last bit of advice I'll ever give you. I was like, all right, yeah. Yeah, sound guy, there's the plane. Was sleeping on the job. That was like an hour ago, dude. We needed that plane an hour ago. I'm over here talking. Drew Brees gets hit, struck by lightning, doesn't even know it. It tells the crowd that he's fine. It's like, dude, you need to, we need to get you to a hospital, man, and get you to re- relax. If you don't even know that you were struck by lightning and, ev- and the rest of the world knows, like, that's a problem, man. So we need to get you some medical attention. Just, I'm not trying to be a dick. I get it. You're a little confused with the lightning strike. It makes sense. I used to go out there with golf clubs myself um yeah begging the sky so was he crying was he laughing was he was he crying because he was so happy who knows who cares it's raining it's too rainy to make to distinguish whether or not those are tears of joy or tears of sorrow and just sadness or whether or not i'm just out just up there pointing at something with the golf club while it's a thunderstorm freaking monsoon out here yeah i was out here Bling, this is the last piece of advice I'll ever give you. Don't, don't ever let yourself believe that you're not, not good enough for something or someone. Like, oh, thanks. Don't ever tell yourself that you're not good enough. All right, I won't. Ever accept that. You're not, like, you're not good enough. You are good enough. Oh, shit. I used to wake up at like 5.30, man, to get to that job. Yeah, Gold Canyon. Gold Canyon. In Gold Canyon, Arizona. Yeah, I was a delivery driver out there. Queen Creek, uh, Queen Valley, Queen Valley. <laughs> this guy used to deliver for the. He, I, I, I did. I took over his. Uh, yeah, his route when I, I don't know what happened, but it said Queer Valley. Said Queen Valley, but he made the N look like the R, and he's like, "Hey, Bling." I was like, "Yeah." And he's like, "Look." I was like, "Yeah." Looks like it says Queen Valley, but it could also say Queer Valley. Fucking <laughs> cracking up. It's, yeah, you have to write on the boxes sometimes. It just made sense. Like if you had, if Queen Valley was your last stop out there, just throw, write Queen Valley on the box, throw it in the back, last stop. That way you know it's that box. Every now and then you get mixed up, but I think that's it for this episode. Walk to the store. I think there's some change in here, actually. Oh, yeah. Walk to the store. Maybe grab a beer. Maybe not. 
smoking hot. These return missionary women were hot. He needs help because he doesn't even know. At this point, he doesn't even know that he was struck by lightning. At this point, he doesn't even know he was struck by lightning. I'm working on it. Drew Brees needs help. At this point, there's no indication that he's doing fine. I don't know. I'm out, I'm out of gas. I don't have... That's it. That's it. All right, guys, gather around. I need you to pack it up. I'm not going to... I'm not going to waste your time here. We're going to make a break for the house. We've got about nine Charlie. About nine Charlie and then one Super Charlie. Once we get past the nine, we meet the Super. Oh, whoa, watch your gun there, soldier. Once we get past the nine and meet the Super, I think we'll be able to make a siege on the home. Let's pray that this doesn't end up like Saigon. March and watch your freaking guns. We made our way across a dirt beam that seemed to be just high enough to keep us off this irrigated water. It was like a bayou practically without the crocodiles. Caught alligators, line, alligators. Without minus the alligators, go ahead, line. It was like Florida minus the alligators. It was like Bayou Swamps without the alligators. Line, go. Line. It was like Florida. It was like the Bayou Swamps minus the alligators, not crocodiles. We get in post. Line one more time. Just line one more time. It was. It was. Like. Like. Except without the alligators. Without the alligators. Except without. It was like Florida. Or the bayous, except without the alligators. We didn't have to go back to post to take it out. I did it right. I got it right. And I messed it up once I started talking off script. Oh, man. These goats mean business. And they're not, a, they're not even trying to mess around. They'll eat anything. You could throw a bucket of meat out here and these goats will eat it. Raw, cooked, doesn't matter. There's a Jersey cow looking one. He needs to get freaking hit in the head with this bottle. Come here, come here, goat. Come here, Jersey cow looking goat. I'll knock some sense and I'll put some sense in that goat. We got close to the gate and it was pretty obvious that we were surrounded. It was pretty clear we've been surrounded and the baby goats were gnawing on some kind of like thorny bark. It just didn't make sense to me. It made me randy. I mean, it was horny bark. They had horns. The goats, they're, is that an American kestrel? Oh man, I can't ever see it in time. I think that was a kestrel. I think that's what those are, American kestrels. If there's that many, there's, I've seen a lot of them if there's that many, but I don't, I can't be sure. They might be, they might be um, woodpeckers or flickers, but I, it looked like it was an American kestrel. It was something, it might have been the bird, I bet you. It was a freaking bird that I saw. I think it's an American kestrel, but I, I can't, I don't know for sure. Oh shit, now it's trying to butt its way through the fence. We got a Allegiant Airlines flight flying directly overhead almost. Wow. You know, and why can't we go back to the moon anyways? I, I, I pose that question again. Why can't we go back to the moon if it's so easy? Let's just go. Let's get some people up there quick. Start colonizing that shit. Just get some people up there on like an Airbus. Get an airplane as high as it can go. And then from there, put them in a space shuttle on a little thing. A uh, space port. Like a pre-space port. It just kind of hovers. Get it on that. It's a, um, it's a nuclear-powered thing. Have it hovering up there. Get, these, get it hovering over. Get these goats out of the way. Get these goats out of the way. Christmas lights. Yeah, you ever meet a Christmas light inspector, little guy? It's a little pig. It's a pygmy pygmy goat. It's a pygmy 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 goat, huh? 
That's a pygmy pygmy goat, isn't it? It's a pygmy 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 goat. Don't get excited when I start doing that. That's super goat in the back, dude. He's the one with the beard. He will mess you up. That one's got big horns. That cat, by the way, is the cat from like 20 years ago. So that's an old cat. That one's got a tag in its ear. They're getting restless. Let's grab the tangerines that we can for food. We'll never, we, we don't even know. Just grab, just pretend you're, oh no. Oh no. Oh no. 